The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 30, and we, we come across this at least once a month when we do communion, the Bible says, for this cause, what cause? For this cause. Let me go over there and just tell you the cause, okay? Let me read you the cause. Because without the cause, you don't know what he's talking about. 1 Corinthians, and now this is for preachers too, okay? When the preacher is delivering communion, I pray the Holy Spirit will sap him, just knock him flat, get all over him, and just reduce him to a heap of weeping, crying mass on the floor. I don't pray much, do I? Here it is. When you eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, I'm in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-seven. When you partake of communion unworthily, now what does unworthily mean? Is any of us worthy of the death of Jesus Christ? No. What does unworthily mean? Unworthily means a wrong attitude, a wrong spirit. It means with known sin in your life that you're not confessing. It means an antagonistic spirit. It means a disagreeable spirit. It means a, a spirit of superiority. It means any number of things that you want to name and list in there because the Corinthian church had them all. And that's why he's addressing this at their communion. He says, you guys are really fouling up when you're taking communion and you better get it right. He said, because for this cause many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep. Now, do you understand that when he says many of you are asleep, do you know what that means? Premature death. Ananias, right in there, Ananias and Sapphira went home early. I am convinced to this, church. I am convinced to this. There are believers that should be alive today, but they were going and reading the Word and going to church and having a bad attitude, a wrong attitude, a wrong spirit, and God was dealing with them and dealing with them, and He got tired of it, and He said, Enough! Come on home before you totally backslide, and I lose you all together. Some people say, Is Ananias and Sapphire in heaven? I believe they are. Hey, if they were your mom and dad, you'd want to believe they were. Have you ever been to a funeral where the preacher got up there and said, well, this poor old sucker went to hell? No, and you never will. Why? Because it's not our job to assign people to hell. We leave that in the hands of God. We don't know. Maybe they were in a coma for six months. But who knows that in that coma, they didn't pray to God. You don't know. I don't know. They were in a car wreck. They were unsaved. How do you know in the last 10 seconds they didn't have an opportunity to repent? We don't know. It's not our job to assign people to hell. It's our job to believe and witness and preach and try to pray them into heaven. Amen? I leave the rest of it in God's hands. People get in debates all the time over things that, that don't matter, that, that are in a hill of beans. Nobody set us up as judge and jury. Many sleep. There is a solution. And let me give that before I do this next point. He says, let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Now here it is. I have enough light from what I know of the Word of God and what I've studied of the Word of God to know to repent. So when, when it's revealed to me, I examine myself in light of the Word and the Holy Spirit and I judge it. I judge it to be sin. I repent. I turn. Then I do not stand in judgment of God. I've taken care of it. I've done a self-examination and I've found sin. I do a self-judgment. Listen, for he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves. Okay, I've examined myself. Now I judge myself. You see? Are you with me? If we will follow this leading of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God this way, we will never be carried out to the morgue 
We will not be unfruitful. We will not be put on a shelf. We will not be left out. We will not destroy our lives and the lives of other people who are watching us, looking to us as examples. So then James, the leader of the church in Jerusalem, wrote his letters to believers and he said, Confess your faults one to another that you may be what? Healed. What did we just read that he said in the communion passage? For this cause, many among you are what? Weak, sickly, sleep. You see, there is a ministry of healing that is given to the body, whereby the body can be healthy. The body can be healed. This is what was going on in that church in Jerusalem. There was such a harmony and a unity of purpose and mind there that the believers were walking in fellowship with God, in in harmony with God, and so the Spirit of God was moving through them in supernatural ways, and if there was a sick person, they were healed. If there was a person without money, the body gave money to help them. If there was a person that was possessed of a demon, it was cast out, and so the body was healthy. Why is it then that the church today is so sickly? It is because they're not walking in accountability, each individual believer. It is not being taught in churches today. They are allowed to just, oh, now, preacher, don't say anything to offend anybody. We need everybody more. Oh, Lord, Lord God, we got a big mortgage payment to make. It's more about gathering a crowd today than it is about glorifying God. It's more about church growth than it is about the power of God coming down in the midst. We'd rather shut God down than make somebody uncomfortable. 